Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and this is another episode of the audiobook The Multitude. We are beginning episode number 13. We left off in episode 12 in talking about Cain and Abel, and we had worked our way up to Noah and how humanity had been changed and the heart of the God, the Creator, had been grieved and in great sorrow for the loss of his children, the loss of the government system and the world with inside of man, and for the loss of the governorship and the rulership of all the earth and the resources, and how Satan was building his kingdom of darkness. So let's pick up. This is episode or part number 13, volume 2, The Multitude. Let's begin with Genesis 6, 7 through 14, And 17 through 19 and verse 22. Verse 7. And the Lord God said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repents. I have changed my mind. Turn from them that I have made them. Verse 8. But Noah a descendant of Enos, a son of Seth, a child of Adam and Eve, who had been calling on the name of the Lord, found grace, found favor and respect in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, yet he was still spiritually dead to God. But in his thoughts, and behaviors he was upright towards God and his ways and his fellow neighbors mankind and was perfect and righteous and upright in his generations his family members before him and his family now and Noah walked and lived with God in his thoughts and in his behaviors he prayed to him he sacrificed animals to him as Abel had done many long years before. Verse 10. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Verse 11. The earth also was corrupt, was evil and wicked, perverted before God. And the earth was filled with violence. 12. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. It was perverted for all flesh man and beast had corrupted perverted his way upon the earth verse 13 and god said unto noah the end of all flesh is come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold i will destroy them with the earth verse 14 make you an ark a boat of gopher wood room shall you make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. So Noah began. For many, many years did he and his family work to build the ark and to preach the message of getting right with God as they worked. Even then, God was trying to save humanity and return them to himself. Genesis six seventeen through 19, verse 17. God, the creator of all things, including the earth itself and all flesh, both man and beast on it, said unto Noah, And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters 
upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven and everything that is in the earth shall die verse 18 but with you noah will i establish my covenant my contract my legal agreement and you shall come into the ark you and your sons and your wife and your sons wives with you oh thank you sir oh gonna escape that stuff eight only will i save i'll start my plans on earth with man over i will begin again with you noah and your family i will have on earth what i planned what i desire and created all of it for i will begin anew i will get what i want what i have always wanted i will have my heart's desire verse 19 and of every living thing of all flesh two of every sort shall you bring into the ark to keep safely guard protect care for so they can replenish the earth keep them alive with you they shall be male and female genesis 6:22 thus did noah according to all that god commanded him so did he genesis goes on and tells us of god's salvation his salvage his redemption for his plans his purposes for himself his spiritual children humanity and the earth through the spiritual creation called man lots of scriptures are following but they will help you to spiritually understand the agape love of the heavenly father so keep reading keep listening keep watching take your time and allow God to spiritually reveal himself and his purposes for you and his earth. Genesis 7, 1 through 24, verse 1. And the Lord God said unto Noah, Come you and all your house, your family, into the ark. For you have I seen righteous, perfect, upright, in your thoughts, in your motives, in your desires, and towards me and towards each other before me in this generation. Can he say this about you? Verse 2. Of every clean beast you shall take to you by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Verse 3. Of fowls, also of the air, by seven the male and the female to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth can he trust you with keeping his creation alive protected and safe verse four for yet seven days and i will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights and every living substance that i have made will i destroy from off the face of the earth verse five and noah did according to unto all that the lord commanded him would you do all that the lord commanded you to do to save lives of men and beasts could he trust you with others lives and their salvation by doing all he commands 
you to do. Verse 6. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Verse 7. And Noah went into the ark and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Verse 8. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean and of fowl and of every living thing that creeps upon the earth. Verse 9. There went in two by two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah to do. Verse 10. And it came to pass that on the seventh day that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. Verse 11. In the six hundred year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were of verse 12, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. Verse 13, in the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. Verse 14, they and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, and every bird of every sort. Verse 15, And they went in unto Noah, into the ark, two by two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. Verse 16. And they went in, male and female, of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Verse 17. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waves increased, and bare and lifted up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. Verse 18. And the waters prevailed, and were increased great upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. Verse 19. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Verse 20. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. Verse 21. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and of every creeping thing that creep upon the earth and every human. Verse 22. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life of all that was in the dry land died. Verse 23. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. Verse 24. And the waters prevailed upon the earth one hundred and fifty days. What was God doing? Why did he do such a thing? After many, many months on the ark, floating on the water, the rains stopped. The waters rescinded. And in Genesis 8, 13 through 32, we learned what happened 
next. You have to see and spiritually understand the beginnings. God and humanity, God and Satan, God and the earth, and God's heart and mind for himself and for man and for the earth. You must know the beginnings, the purposes and desires to help you to learn, to renew yourself to the ancient knowledge and truth that have been long forgotten. Genesis 8, 13 through 32, verse 13. And it came to pass in the 601 year of Noah's life, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off of the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked. And behold, the face of the ground was dry. Verse 14. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dry. Verse 15. And God spoke unto Noah, saying, Verse 16. Go forth of the ark, you and your wife, and your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Verse 17. Bring forth with you every living thing that is with you, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth, that they may breathe abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. Verse 18. And Noah went forth, and his son, and his wife, and his son's wives, with verse 19. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creeps upon the earth, after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. Verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered them on the altar as a burnt offering of sacrifice on the altar for thanksgiving. Verse 21. And the Lord God smelled a sweet savor, a smell of fragrance. And the Lord said in his own spiritual heart and mind, his own thoughts, I will not again curse with death the ground any more for man's sake. Why, sir? For the imaginations and the thoughts and the desires of man's spiritual heart and mind is evil from his spiritual youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done, while the earth remains seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Thank you very much, sir. We really appreciate that. Now God starts new on the earth with his plans for himself, for his spiritual children, and the kingdom of heaven, and the earth itself. Genesis 9, 1 through 19, verse 1. And the Lord God blessed Noah and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. Verse 2. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moves upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. So before the flood, man and all creatures were close and intimate. Now a great fear 
would be upon the creatures towards mankind. And this had to be established. So what had occurred before with man and beast before the flood would not occur again. You could imagine what that meant. Not nice things. Man and all living creatures had done evil together with each other before the flood. For all flesh had corrupted itself. Sex with animals, animals attacking mankind, mankind abusing animals, and all. Verse 3. Every moving thing that lives shall be meat or food for you, Noah, and for your family. You will no longer be a vegetarian. You will now need meat as food for the earthly body. Even as the green herb, I have given you all things and all beasts for meat. Verse 4. But flesh with the life thereof still living, raw, which still has its blood within thereof, shall you not eat, not animals nor humans. The first law on the new earth to all humanity through Noah and his family. Why was this so? Because before the flood, he, the Lord God, the Creator, told all mankind that one, the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Two, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his, of mankind's heart and soul, was only evil continually. Three, for the earth is filled with violence through them, through these thoughts, through these imaginations and ideas in all mankind and all beasts and all flesh. Violence came through them all. Four, the earth was corrupt. That was the flesh body, the soul, the animals before God and were filled with violence. Verse 5, the earth was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way, their purposes, their identity, their relationships to earth and to man upon the earth. Now God begins to get set boundary between mankind and all beasts, fowl and all that creeps on the earth and the fish of the sea. Now God sets the judgment, consequences, the laws for violate, disobeying this new law of blood for man. Verse 5. And surely your blood, O earthly man, of your life will I require of you, hold you accountable for, fully responsible for, guilty of murder, disobedient to my law. This was the answer to Cain, killing Abel long, long ago. Cain was not to be killed by anyone for Abel's death. But not anymore. Death for death. Blood for blood. This law was to help control and punish flesh, the soul, the helpmate, the thoughts, the imaginations, the ideas of humanity. For taking of a life of another, of a man who was alive. Law and judgment came to the earth and to all humanity now. Verse 5 continued. And at the hand of man... At the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Verse 6. Who sheds or kills another man or a woman or a child's blood. By man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Since spiritual man was the tail, 
now to the flesh and the soul, dead to God, no Holy Spirit. And out of the Garden of Eden, out of his glorious presence, the spiritual man's heart and mind and spiritual body was a defiled vessel, full of sin, unfit for the Holy Spirit to live in, to dwell in, until much, much later. Man was just flesh in his spiritual heart, mind, and had to now have law, government, rules, judgment, and punishment for breaking and disobeying this new law. But if you kill another person, another human, your blood will be required by God. God was establishing a pattern of government, law, and rules on earth for humanity, who had become only flesh, natural, carnal beings, in their heart and mind, in regards on how he was to live with his neighbors, with all of humanity and the animals of nature and all of creation. A beginning step in teaching what loving your neighbor looks like. So God was beginning to set down law, government, on earth with regard to man and with man and towards his spiritual laws. God was going to work so that what the earth was like before the flood would not happen again. Verse 7. And you, Noah, and your sons, be fruitful and multiply. Bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. Now comes a new contract. Verse 8. And God spoke unto Noah and said to his sons with him, saying, verse 9, And I, behold, I establish my covenant, my legal contract between and with you and me, and with your seed, Noah, your descendants after you, verse 10, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Verse 11. And I will establish my covenant with you, Noah. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Verse 12. And God continued to speak to Noah. This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generation. Verse 13. I do set my bow, my rainbow, in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. Verse 14. And it My covenant, my contract, my promise shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth so that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. Verse 15. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, all of humanity, and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all life, all flesh. Verse 16. And the rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, so that I may remember 
the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. Verse 17. And God said unto Noah, The rainbow is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Thank you, Lord. That makes us all so happy. And that ends part 13, episode 13 of volume 2, The Multitude. We ended on a happy note where the rainbow that we all see is the token of the covenant of God himself to mankind and to all the earth that he will never again destroy all living things by water on the earth. We will pick up from here in part 14 of volume 2, The Multitude. Keep coming back, keep listening and watching, learning and growing. Go slow and you will learn about yourself, our beginnings, and about this great God, this Creator. You will hear His heart, His mind, and you will learn about Him so that you too can have a relationship with Him. The God of the rainbow. The God that created all life. And yet he had sorrow and grief and hurt and pain for the condition they turned into. Just like all of us. So this is Pastor Deborah. Enjoy this episode 13. Come again and we'll start episode 14. Love always and forever. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually. And hear how she has helped people spiritually, the Lord's way, for many, many years. Come again, watch another one. And we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments, and if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.